on this week's Miracles and Rivalries. We are back for Season 3. We will get into what happened in the offseason football-wise. We'll talk a little bit of conference realignment. And then, of course, we have our picks. We have a few over-unders for college football. Let's rock. Man, I feel like money. Uh. All right, Cowboys, so this is uh, take two. Um, we had a little bit of oopsies. We did a whole 40 minutes of recording, uh, and the audio didn't record. Um, I'm so. so thrilled. I'm happy. You can, If you can see the look on my face, it is uh, What's funny, excitement. There's not, not even – we'll never get that back because – well, we, we could just read each other's lips on the uh, video recording, but there's no audio mm-hmm. attached to it. This one is recording. I made sure of it. I actually don't really know. We'll, we'll just, we'll just, if it doesn't work a second time, we might just have to wait till next week. That's nice. Okay. So That's we're going to, nice. yeah, I know it's real nice. I'm going to um, go way in front of a, a truck on the highway. Hey, I'm in an upset. My, my bad. I had this great idea. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and skip whatever we talked about for the first uh, 15 minutes. I guess what we were doing in our off season, you were selling a car. Um, Oh, I'll mention something I did mention the first time. I have a new obsession. With? His name rhymes with wave. <laughs> well, what's your new obsession, pilot? He, well, he doesn't like gambling. Uh, his name is Dave Ramsey. Um, yeah. We're going to be plugging him a little bit this uh, season. Nope. Uh, nope. Where are your smart vester nope. pros? We're giving you uh, gambling advice. Disavow. Uh, yeah, Ramsey. Um, some of his some of his things are good, but he's had some pretty part of my French fucked up things. Is <laughs> that our first? You beat? don't say. Is that our first? Mm. Beat? Yeah, that's mm. yeah, yeah. Moving yeah. along though, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll jump into conference realignment. Let's redo uh, that again. Let's do that whole thing again. Yeah, because so, that that's important. That is important. So big news that I, I brought up. Uh, a booster tweeted either yesterday or the day before, that it wasn't a matter of if Florida State was going to leave the ACC. It's how and when, uh, which you said they would be jumping to the Big Ten. Um, and yes. then we went off into about 20 minutes of pretty detailed discussion that we will now have to uh, do again. So We'll slide y'all the spark notes on that. Um, yeah, so if Florida State makes a jump, like I said, it's going to be a win, not an if. And it's more than likely going to be the Big Ten uh, from everything I've gathered. Um, I knew a jump for them was probably going to be on the horizon. That had been rumored. Um, did not think it was going to be the Big Ten. Um, the fact that these conferences are no longer regionally divided, it's just a national conference. I mean, it truly is just like the NFL. It's, you know, just make it AFC, NFC at this point. Yeah. It just... So that part's of frustrating um, the logistics of how the other sports are going to have to, how they fall in line to this, or if they create conferences, you know, for non-football, if you're only aligned for football, um, I'll be interested in that. But that would the, be confusing the, if they did that. I think that would be a little. That's happened before. I mean, so there are some conferences. If you look at the WAC, the Mountain West, the Pac-12, there are schools that um, 
football might be in one conference, but the other sports are in another conference. So um, that's, that's not a new concept. It just is rare because while these schools and the budgets they operate with, they're regional, right? So it makes sense to have it all together, but now it doesn't make nearly as much sense to fly your volleyball team across the country in the middle of the week. Right. So, um, you know, it doesn't make sense to fly them across the country on a weekend on a weekend tour. It doesn't like the logistics of it. Are, I, I do not envy the people that have to schedule and figure that part out. Um, the people that are on the football side, you know, are counting their money, but everyone else has to figure out how to make it work now. Um, and yeah. what I was saying earlier, also my pyramid thing of if you keep consolidating the top teams up top, mm-hmm. it's no different than like when Division One broke off from Division One AA, and you had all the segmented things, and people would move up, and then it became okay. But now we have the Power Five conferences, and now it's the Power Two conferences, and now it's you know, so you have Group of Five trying to move to Power Five, but if the Power Five conference is nothing but teams that were G Five within the last five years, it's like. You know, if I move up in a company, but they create a position above me still, I didn't get any closer to the top. I moved up a ladder rung, yes, but the ladder just got bigger. So, like, did I move up? No. Yeah, That's what uh, these teams are doing. I don't, like, it's multi-level marketing for rich white folks and athletic departments is what it is. That's that's what we're watching. They did the same thing with the American economy in the 80s and uh, Reaganomics trickle down. Yeah, how's that happen? How's that working these days? Uh, uh, we have a bolstering. Asking for a friend. We have a bolstering one percent. <laughs> yep. We have a bolstering. Well, you have a one percent in college football, and everyone else suffers. So at least it's true to the American dream. Anyhow, yeah. moving on. Yeah, uh, hey, I, I wanted to mention notes you got on realignment. Well, I was going to mention what you said about the conferences. So UConn, they're in the Big East for basketball, but they are technically yes. an independent uh, school for football. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, UMass independent on football, but I think I don't know who they're. Sure, they have a basketball team, but don't yeah. know what conference they're in. So, yeah, you're right on that. But, uh, yeah, it, the realignment I mentioned, I know we mentioned it last year with USC and UCLA. They were the, That was the big story last year, aside from Texas and Oklahoma, of them uh, joining the Big Ten. Is that supposed to – that's next year, right? It's yes. definitely next year, yeah. Um, where, you know, the other sports other than football – having to travel and play conference games in the middle of the week in the wintertime, volleyball, basketball, yeah, the spring sports, baseball. I mean, I don't know much more. So, so baseball finds a weird spot here because Big Ten baseball, the emphasis isn't on that where um, that's why it'd be like weird to have like a Florida State in the Big Ten. You know, they yeah. have a you – know, they put emphasis on that spring sport. But I would imagine you'll see schedules to where they only travel on weekends and – or you're just regional, or you just play the next closest local teams and during the week, or there will be logistics. It's not going to, I, you know, no one with half a brain would be like, okay, we're going to send women's basketball to Rutgers, you yeah. know, three time zones away wow. in December. Like, that's not no, – yeah. I don't imagine that's going to happen. But if you package it with, like, if that's on a weekend and then you also put three other sports on that plane and package that together that – Maybe that makes more sense. I, not my job to figure it out. They can enjoy that part. Yeah, logistical nightmare. Another layer I'll add to it is the NIL. Like, you know, yeah. I've, I've been thinking about this for like the past 12 months of is college football or is college sports now essentially a minor league for professional sports? 
I mean, it always for, for football it always has been. But from I mean, a money from a money standpoint, from a money standpoint of now everybody's getting paid. I don't know. I just I would I would make the argument in some cases you can have um depending on the position and the professional outlook, you could have a kid a kid that makes maybe makes more in NIL mm-hmm. um during his time in school than his first you know contract in yeah. the NFL that for at least the first year or two. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about maybe a running back staying another year in college. That matters more than the NFL, obviously. And in the NFL, he might get a you know a mill or two a year. Mm-hmm. Um, might be like a six round pick, but he could be a stud in college and they want to slide him a million dollars there. It's like, well, and especially you get the perks of being in college yeah. down there. So I actually have not thought about the whole run because the running back situation, which we didn't talk about with what's going yeah. on with the running backs in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, running backs in college, that's a pretty stud position and very yeah. popular. Why not stay for five seasons at, uh, you know, University of Texas? If you can get your money in college, yeah, yes. Um, it's obviously money, I, I like, you know, money can simplify things in life, but in this context, it complicates a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's complicated the strategy of athletic departments. It's complicated travel schedules. Now it's complicated the outlook of college sports and what some of these athletes want to do. Right. Yeah. So in this case, I think it's complicated more things and I'm, I'm pro pay the players. Uh, I want us people make their money. I, I never want to take money or, or, you know, food off anyone's plate, but uh, it, it's gotten to a point it's gotten so complicated and god forbid we get congress involved in the nil because okay. that's really you Nothing. know success and results happen through congress they do a great they're very efficient with problem solving yeah. and they encompass everyone's opinions so yeah they got that's everything. gonna breed great success i they, i know it oh yeah no they get a lot yeah. done a very smooth uh system that they've got runs yeah. runs well um, yeah. Another crazy, I want to just mention this one last thing, not really a realignment, but getting to the running back thing. Weird time yeah. thing for you that I saw today. Sonny Michelle retired. Yes. This week. You yeah, saw that awesome. where he, he, him and Stetson were at Georgia in 2017, the 2017 Correct. season. At the same time, he, somebody gets drafted the next year. Stetson went on to play a full six years of mm-hmm. college football in the same time that Sony had his NFL career. And now Stetson's with the Rams, and Sony just retired. He just retired. He had a full NFL career of like two Super Bowls. Um, yeah, retired everything. Stetson's won two national titles, and that it just it's I weird. understand like the very front end of Stetson versus year three for Sony going to the NFL. I understand the, the difference, yeah. but like in age, it really isn't that big of a of a change. But well, Stetson's yeah. gonna be thirty six next year, I think thirty six or thirty seven. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. He's um, uh, you know. He's close to the the only quarterback older than him to get drafted. Probably Brandon Whedon, I would have to guess. Oh yeah, I forget about but, him. Was he twenty nine? Was he? He was like I thought he was twenty seven at the time of being drafted because okay. he played minor league baseball. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a throwback name for you. But anyhow, we got picks to get into. Uh, yeah, we do. We're on, we're on a time budget. But well, uh, we're good. We got some time. I don't know exactly how much time, but it'll tell us when we have ten minutes left. So. I won't. I won't take. You know. I'll well, get into the weeds yeah. a little bit, but nothing too crazy. I got five over-unders for college football win doubles. Do you have anything that I you also, want to put out there? Well, I also I, – I followed your lead. I did take uh, five over-unders for just college football. Um, okay. To start with that first. Um, I'm going to start off with one that's uh, it's chalk. <laughs> it's, you know, pretty interesting. Um, kind of pains me to say this given it's kind of our – 
our rival, let's say. I don't know. But oh, uh, Alabama, did you look and see what their – What's their win total? So they're at 10 and a half. But the value is what's shocking. They're at 10 and a half plus 135. Over plus 135? Or under? No. Where's the juice? Plus, so it's over, over, over 10 and a half wins. It's plus, it's plus 135? Yeah. So they're expecting Bama to be 10, 10 and 2 or worse? Yeah. Uh, that kind of lines up. I think LSU's, I don't know if LSU's the actual betting favorite to win the SEC, but that's, if but not, that's, the only, that's the only, I mean, your Tigers or whatever, whatever you got going Tigers. on. I don't know. Sorry, I mean, I'm I looking get, at Bama's schedule now. Let's take a look. I looked You're at gonna it. You're going to get me talking about Bama early in a podcast, I swear to God. Um, start. Let's start with son them. of a bitch. Okay, so they have Middle Tennessee State. They get Texas at home. It's kind of weird. They go to South Florida. That's that's weird. Um, Tampa. Ole Miss at Mississippi State at A and M. Home for Arkansas. Home for Tennessee. Bye week. Home for LSU. At Kentucky, Chattanooga, and then at Auburn. So you're saying there's only one loss on the schedule for him. You're taking the over? Yeah, I'm taking the over. I think the only loss is LSU, and I think that game being at home. Hmm. I see a, I see a spicy 12-0 Alabama maybe the, heading into the SEC championship to get throttled by Kirby Smart and his dynasty. We we are seeing this season very different than – I see a world where, where Bama's a 9-3 and football team. Gosh, well, I'm pretty disconnected um, because I took the win total under for Tennessee last year. It's 7.5. So yeah, I don't, I don't know jack shit about college football. <laughs> mm, so so with Bama, I think that Texas game is going to be closer than people realize. I, I'm not saying Texas walks into Tuscaloosa and wins. I, I'm just not – I'm willing to make it a toss-up. I'm not saying it's a for sure Bama win. Um, I just like the juice of the plus 135 for 10.5. And, and I've always – you know, if this is the end of Bama's yeah. run, then fine by me. I'll take it. It's an insurance here's, policy. Here's the issue I have with Bama this year is I don't know who their quarterback actually is going to be. I don't have a clue either. I don't. I don't know who that's going to be yet. But um, that's okay. Now, with the with the odds that you're getting there, I don't hate. I don't hate that. I mean, I would. It's not worth the where the lines that it's not worth me betting the under. But yeah. if I just had to, if if I had even numbers on each side, I would I would take an under. I, yeah. I think Bama's a ten and two football team, probably yeah. maybe even nine and three. I think nine and three is more likely. Really, I think ten and two is more likely than eleven and one. Um, but I respect it. Yeah, what else you got? That's my first one. I was gonna. We'll go back and forth. You you want to go or do you want to run through mine? You you can go through yours first. Okay. Next one I've got. I'm gonna go ahead and zig the zag. So last year we had uh, Vanderbilt over. Was it two and a half or one and a half? It was two and a half. It was over by October. It was over by October. I'm taking the under three and a half Vanderbilt win total. Ooh. Um, also got juice on it, plus 135. I don't see. Under, under three and a half, under four and a half? Under three and a half. So I I don't see them winning four games. So I need uh, only have three wins on the schedule. So they get Hawaii at home, Alabama A&M. There's two wins right there. Then they go to Wake. They go to UNLV. They beat UNLV, I think. But then they have Kentucky. Kentucky and Missouri are both at home. 
You go to Florida, Georgia's at home, to Ole Miss, home for Auburn, to South Carolina, second by a week, and then at Tennessee. But the, the toss-up, I think, is the Wake Forest or Missouri. So so what happens here if if they start 4-0? I'm just going <laughs> to – I'll wear up. So so here's where uh, our podcast name comes into play. I'm going to fade you on that one. I'm taking Vanderbilt over the three and a half. Okay. All right. I like I'm going to add that. I'm going to add Vandy over. Add it to his card. Add, add it to add, his card. Uh, Vandy over three and a half. After looking at the first four games, and I think they get one of Kentucky or Missouri okay. this year too. All right. Yeah. All right. Probably okay. Missouri if I had to guess, but uh, who knows what the hell Kentucky is. Okay. Um, all right. All right, next one also got – I got juice on all of them except one. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going back-to-back, which I don't think this would actually hit last year. USC, over 10.5 wins. Jesus Christ. I'm taking an 11-win, Lincoln-Riley. Especially with what's going on right now in the Pac-12. Like, you can't tell me – I don't know. I'm, I don't have any faith in Dan Lanning yet. I, I, I don't know. I think Washington's supposed to be pretty good this year. But other than that, mm. I don't know. You want to fade me? It's plus one thirty. You're taking under. See the, the under. Is... The number is ten and a half. Ten and a half. I think ten and two is more likely than eleven and one. I think they have at least two screw ups on that schedule. Um, sorry, my mic's fading in and out on me. Let me pull the uh, the Pacific schedule. Well. Yeah, pull, pull up the uh, the fake USC. Yeah, you you get it. Okay, so the fake USC, they get San Jose State, Nevada, and Stanford at home. They get a bye week. They go to Arizona State, to Colorado, so I'm giving them 5-0 right there. Arizona, at Notre Dame, home for Utah, at California, Washington, at Oregon, UCLA. Yeah, damn, that could be 11-1. The only slip-up I see is those those damn Utah games. And you know that's but, gonna be- but, but that game, that game's at, at USC, it's a, though. It is at USC. Yeah, you're right. It is at but, USC. But that game's at Utah, I'm right, and I'm giving that to Utah. But yeah. I'm giving the game at, at Oregon. Oregon wins. In Washington, it's going to have to be either Washington or UCLA. At Notre Dame, so... Yeah, I, I'm not hyped on I'm, I'm low on Notre Dame this year. Yeah. I don't see it. I really don't see it with them. Um, so I'm not going to say... I mean, if you're getting the if you're getting value at that, yeah. I don't hate it. I'm not going to fade you on it, but no, I'm I'm just going back to back. I had it last year. I'm pretty sure it. Hit. Uh, yeah, last I had two, it under last year. Last two, yeah. Did they? They went. I think they went eleven went and one. It did. Okay. They went over. I had the number at nine and a half. It was nine and a half. They went ten and two. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's what it was. Um, the next one, I I know, I know you're going to follow me on this one. Um, Texas A&M went total under seven and a half plus one forty-five. Jimbo gets fired after starting one and four. I mean, it's like I'm scared. I don't know for sure, but oh, oh, one and okay. So let's go through their their schedule real quick. They start uh, with New Mexico. They're at Miami. Um, in, in a game last year that was really hyped, we didn't learn anything about two teams that ended up being bad. It was such a stupid. Yeah, I remember that. Well, it was ended up just being a defensive pillow fight. Um, ULM, 
Then they have they host Auburn, they host Arkansas, but that game is in Arlington. Um, that's at Jerry World. That's that weird BS. Jerry's yeah. got to sit there and jerk off to a Texas team playing Arkansas. Um, then you have they got Alabama at Tennessee. They lose that game for certain. I think they lose both of those. So I need to find. Yeah, fine. So you said under seven and a half. Yeah. So give me. So six I need to find five losses. Seven and five. Yeah. I need to find five losses. So I'm going to find that loss in Bama, Tennessee, Miami, at Ole Miss, at LSU. Uh, South Carolina could be a coin flip. Auburn could be a coin. If Auburn's competitive, could be a coin flip. The road team has a winning record in that series. Um, I was up on Auburn, and I mean, Sam Pittman's still Arkansas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Sam give me, Pittman. Give me. Give me. The, give me them. Yeah. Team. Okay. We're we're gonna add under A and M under. Yeah. I did, and there's value. One forty five plus one forty five. So Vegas is banking on the talent um, taking over the restructuring of some of the coaching positions, and that Jimbo is actually coaching for his job a little bit. But to be fair, if I knew if I got fired, I was still gonna get seventy million dollars. I don't think I would give a damn. I wouldn't either. Um, I, okay. I, just to be honest, you can talk about my work ethic if you want, but if you're gonna slide me seventy mil. I will absolutely suck at my job for you. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, I would. I would. I think you can mm-hmm. talk about work ethic all you want. Seventy million dollars, yeah. seven million dollars. It's like when Coach O kind of would buy it. Was he's like, okay? We'll show me where the door is. Yeah, yeah he's that's like, point, point me in the me. direction. Yeah. yeah, point me in the direction of the door. Yep. Yeah. Uh, last one, real quick. It's just I know maybe it's like uh, the hangover, but TCU. I'm taking their win total over seven and a half. You're going over. You just no, said they're on a hangover. I know I'm saying that's what they're it's the odds aren't great. It's minus 145. I, I think that the, the expect, expectation is that they will have a hangover and they will underperform this year. But I don't know. And again, I mean, let me pull up their schedule. <laughs> so well, I have it in front of me. So you said over seven and five. So we said over seven and a half. Over, so look for four lot four losses. Yeah, four losses. I need four losses or less. So they play Colorado. They get uh, it's Nickel State. They're at Houston, SMU, West Virginia at Iowa State. Brother, they could go six and zero in that. Um, then they get BYU at Kansas State. I mean, there's a very real possibility. That's a seven one football team going into their bye week. Uh, I know they, get, they go to Texas Tech on a Thursday. They get Texas Baylor Oklahoma, at Oklahoma to end the season. I mean. So it could be they could start this. What would that be? Six and zero, and then actually end up as an eight and four team. Yeah. Um, so my worry for you would be you have to get at least two of those last six, and this this could be a team that's seven and zero, six and one, seven and one even, and you are still holding on for dear life to an over ticket. Give me Baylor um, because because they got to go to Lubbock. They probably lose to Texas at home. Baylor at home might be a good shot for them to get the over and then go into it. I don't want to bet knowing I have – I would not feel comfortable knowing any TCU at Oklahoma to end the year to clear an over ticket. Mm. That is what I would be a little concerned about. Yeah. I think the number is correct. I think they're either a 7-5 or 8-4 team. Now, they could yeah. be a 9-3 team, and you're you're over in November, no problem. But Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Let's – yeah. I, those are my those are my, I looked at all of them today and yeah. I was like, you know what? These I this is the ones that look spicy to me. So okay, go ahead and run through yours. 
Uh, How much time we got left? It hasn't hit the 10 minute mark yet, but it's making me nervous. So just, just I want you to be able to talk about it. It won't take too long. No, you're good. Um, Some of these are a little bit in the weeds. If you want to do your own research, please do that. If you want to piggyback off anything I say, please check it. Um, I have Virginia Tech under the five and a half this year. They're not a bowl team. There's no way you can look at that roster and tell me it's a bowl team. I I think they have bad quarterback play. Um, What is it under? Under five and a half. This ah. is a five and seven, four and eight football team. Um, ah. at, at best, I think that's what they are. Um, they get Old Dominion, Purdue, that's a loss. At Rutgers, loss. At Marshall, who knows? Pitt, loss. At Florida State, loss. Wake Forest, maybe a win. Syracuse, Thursday night game, who knows? At Louisville, loss. At Boston College, coin flip. NC State, loss. At Virginia, loss. Mm-hmm. Coin flip at best. So I, I literally have – I have two wins on the schedule, three coin flips, and a bunch of losses. If I have a five and a, under five and a half tick, and I'm, I'm taking my under. I like it. I might I might follow you on that one. I, I do yeah. like that. Yeah. So it, they, they're really an experienced offensive line. You got some tough road games. If they get injured, if they get injured early in the year, they're going to have major issues, more issues than they already have. Um, staying in – the that region of the country, I have West Virginia under five. Bye bye, Neil Brown. Neil Brown will be gone. He might be gone uh, by October. Um, really? Yeah, he's on the hot seat, and it's it's an inferno. Um, so West Virginia here, and here's why I say that: they go to Penn State. They get uh, Duquesne next. That's a win. So they'll go one and one there. Duskeny. Yeah, Duskeny. Uh they got Pitt, Texas Tech, and at TCU next. That could be a one and four football team going into a bye week. They go to Houston after that. Houston's gonna be bad too. So don't get me wrong. I mean, that very much could still be a win for them. Uh then they get Oklahoma State at UCF, home for BYU. I don't expect a lot of the BYU either. Uh to Oklahoma, certainly a loss. Uh Cincinnati, uh coin flip at Baylor loss. But if that's a one and four football team that fires their coach, knowing mm-hmm. that they still have to go to Houston, to UCF, to Oklahoma, depending on the quarterback play, I am very okay taking an under five. Worst case scenario, I'm pushing. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm loving under five for this. Um so they can run the ball, but the, their defense I, I don't have a whole lot of faith in. Um here's the next be, are they gonna go run? Well, I was gonna say I think we run faster than uh, Bob Huggins was speeding. Mm, I only make drunk driving jokes about Georgia players. Ah, um, uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> you you set me up for that one. I kind of did. I was kind of hoping yeah. you. Were. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was gonna uh, bring it up. Uh, driving is bad. Always call an Uber. Please, unless you're gonna be a top ten draft pick. Um, <laughs> unless you want to Unless you won two back-to-back national champions. Yeah, then apparently there's no rules in that godforsaken heathen of an organization. Um, Imagine three. Okay, Okay, carry on. What have happened under Mark Rick? Um, (laughs) (laughs) The championships, that is. Um, (laughs) Anywho, the next one, I I hate. I, I, I am betting this purely and solely on the schedule and the number. Not because I have faith in this coach, not because I have faith in this quarterback, not because I give a single damn 
about this city or campus or state for that matter. If it got blown off the map, I would not care. Waiting for it. But Waiting. they are going to cash me over six and a half this year. And that is the University of South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with this. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. They're over six and a half. I think I'm looking at a seven and five team, maybe eight and four. Oh yeah, they play. They they are not the hype. Everyone's hyping them to be like nine, ten win question mark. That is not what I'm looking at. Six and I think six and a half, and I don't need too many breaks. If I if I have kind of an idea of what I think the East will look like, I think South Carolina could be that third best team in the East. Mm. But that's seven and five, maybe eight and four for me. So looking at their schedule. They have UNC. I, I'm giving them a win in that game. I think South Carolina wins that game up front. Okay. Furman, that's a win. At Georgia, the loss. Mississippi mm-hmm. State. I think they beat Mississippi State. That game's at home. Three and one. Uh, yeah. So I'm three and one, three and two. They'll lose at Tennessee. Three and two. And then we have Florida at Missouri at AM. They beat Florida at home. I'm giving them at Missouri. AM's question mark. They'll beat Jack State. They'll beat Vanderbilt and they'll beat Kentucky. So yeah, so that that last run, it's not it's not glamorous. I'm not saying this is gonna be a flashy or good team, but I think seven and five exists there a lot more than six and six does, and I think eight and four is in the realm. But they are not the nine and three, ten and two, you know, prophecy in Columbia that people think it's gonna be this year. So yeah. I'll I'll sit at seven and five. Okay. Um, I mean, I, Beamer Ball, I, he's uh, – they beat Tennessee last year. Uh, okay. I mean – I'm never going to let you or – Yeah, that's fine. Hold me Ten- that Tennessee down. season died when Hooker yeah. got hurt. Yeah. Um, the next one I have is – I have Cincinnati under five and a half. Oh. Yeah, pull their schedule. I am not – just a side note, that all the teams jumping in the Big 12 this year – my expectations are really tempered. I think UCF might be the only one that makes a bowl game of that group that joined. Um, Cincinnati here. I got under under five and a half. Um, their roster, when Fickle left, that roster got rated. Emory, do you, you remember Emory Jones? Yeah. He's their quarterback now. Emory Jones, who was a freshman at Florida, went to Arizona State, was not – I'll say it was not good. Um, decent at best, depending on the opponent. I'm just sitting there, I'm like, Emory Jones kind of sucks, and that's you're going to be your starter this year. Yeah. The, the O-line is is meh, um, very inexperienced. They have good running backs with no O-line. What does that matter? Yeah. I see them playing some pretty Was it know, five, nasty five and games. a half? You said five, five and a half? I got five and a half. Okay. Um, I would take under five too, because this has potential to be a very ugly year uh, with Satterfield. This the grass is not greener across the river, Scott. I get sorry about it. Oklahoma, BYU, Iowa State, Oklahoma at State. Oh uh, yeah. So so I've given them losses at Pitt, Oklahoma at BYU, um, Baylor at Oklahoma State, UCF, um, probably at Houston. West Virginia may be the lose to Kansas too. So, I mean, and I got a couple coin flips in there. Iowa State's a coin flip. Iowa. Speaking of which, Iowa and Iowa State. Have you seen the gambling stuff coming out of that? Yeah. Where their players were gambling 
And that, that kid yeah. took the under in the Cyhawk game. Yeah, let the kids let the kids that, play. I mean, that's a brilliant move. Oh, uh, absolutely. Great, I took it. I took the under in that game too. So yep. I respect it. Yeah, I had nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and so, so Cincinnati, I'm, I'm on the under. Uh, that roster's thin. Um, they're going to get beat up. I think playing that schedule too. Um, you definitely are in the weeds. You you do have the deep cuts on, uh, but they're usually right. So South Carolina is more of a vibes pick. The other three, I think, have been just Damn. looking at depth and transition time. Um, the so last one, though, is going to be a vibes pick. Just is, throwing it out there. Is it a stars pick? Or did you look at the stars? The no, stars uh, the, yeah, the stars are aligning, and uh, you know, I had a vision. And it's it's not you know. It's Bo. It is. It's Bo knows. It's Bo Nix knows. Oh, the dark horse Heisman trophy. I'm, I'm never. Winner. I'm never letting go of my love of Bo Nix. Like yeah. I fought with Auburn fans for three and a half years about this. I'll keep fighting that battle. That's another. He was time better thing. than we all deserve. Sometimes get over that, it. That's another like time thing that trips me out. We got we got five minutes. We got to wrap up here. But okay, uh, the fact that. Before COVID, you and I went to an Auburn football game, and I yelled, "Bo Nix, you suck!" Yeah. Before before COVID, before COVID, yeah, that was before COVID. So he was there nineteen twenty, got hurt in twenty one, transferred, played last year twenty two at Oregon, and it's his fifth year now. So yeah, yeah. a lot of kids go to college for half a decade. Some people we may know do almost a full decade. Full decade, Stetson Bennett yeah. or Smitty. Yep, big Smitty one eight. Um, but yeah, uh, Heis, um, Heisman Bow, they added a lot in the portal uh, on the defense society as weapons this year again. Um, they'll put over 2,000 yards on the ground. I, yeah, I'll take over nine and a half. I'll take. Um, I don't know that I necessarily need to go through their schedule real quick, but um, I mean, they got to perform, they got to, they're doing their uh, oh, excuse me. So, so the two, so the late. two losses I see for them, they got to go to Washington to Utah. Um, both of those could be pretty dicey, but if you lose both of those, you take care of business at home and don't have any slip ups. Ten and two, or eleven and ones out there. So hmm. I know we got to wrap up, but hmm. that's where I'm at. Those are my picks. So awesome. Well, that was good. That was a good start. Good start to season three. Season yeah. three, and we are season doing three. We're here. We're here. We're doing things a little bit different this year. Uh, Cowboys getting to be play producer. <laughs> not not this episode, but nope. We're taking them to producer school, and we're going to switch on and off, so hopefully that that stays strong. We'll do our best. Also, I have the under in the Hall of Fame game right now, so hopefully that holds strong, too. Yeah, uh, that is on. Football is back. Football is all the way back. Uh, what's the score? I don't have uh, It's in commercial. There's a Star Wars commercial, so you know, oh. honestly, that's probably cooler than the action happening. It's probably a lot cooler than watching the Zach Wilson. The um, Kellen Mond show. Mm. Um yeah, that's all I got, man. We'll we'll bounce back next week. Uh, hopefully with no audio issues. Thanks for thanks again for that. Yeah, sorry. We did two podcasts. Yep. All right. Well, hopefully this recorded, so I got to go edit this. I'm gonna go take a shower. Gotta wash off my spray tan. Uh. uh see the situation. Ah, uh, there we go. That's what I was looking for. Yep. Yeah.